Good morning, good night, and good evening. On this episode, I want to challenge your mind. I want to challenge your perspective. How about you eat dinner for breakfast today? (laughs) How's that sound? You heard? Unorthodox, abstract. Let's dive in. But with no splash, all right? It is our your host soon coming, Amadi, and you are now tuned into Your Heard Radio, where life moves from the verb of the words. I got a special guest on today, Julian. Holla at him real quick. What's the one twos? What do they call you? What do they call you out there? I call you Julian, but I know you have another name. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I like being here. Feels good. Feels good to be on your herd radio. Excited for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, jewels and color. Jewels. Jewels and color. Yeah. So where did that come from? Yeah, you know, been a nickname my whole life. Kind of my tag when I would do street art, jewels, J-U-L-Z. And then it came into came into fine art these days. Right. So from street art to fine art. So that kind of, what that takes me, it makes me think of, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's he running? Uh, is he running Gucci right now? Louis? Oh, okay. Off white. Yeah. 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 Uh, remind me. Uh, that one dude slip in my mind. I'm a Virgil. Right. Virgil. Yeah. And is that so, how you say it? Yeah. Virgil. So from street art to fine art, right? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, that's funny. I'm not really a huge fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's cool, you know, but, uh, it's he, not uh, style, huh? he, it's not really my style. He, he, he's kind of minimalist, mm-hmm. you know, I like the maximum. Okay. Max, maximist. Maximist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you ain't lying. It's just like shorts, short quotation. Art. <laughs> and you know, it's, I don't really like that catchy, that catchy stuff. It's kind of cheeky, you know, it's like tongue in cheek. It's like, oh yeah. Like make, make people uh, put it, give it to them right away. You know, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like to make people think. And that's, what's crazy. So on this episode, we're going to dive deeper into art. But what I what you said was the minimalist to maximist. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, what that makes me think of, as I was telling you earlier, I watched that Price of Everything oh, okay, on yeah. HBO. And HBO. you can't define art or its price. You know, once something comes out, it's out. And then like the world decides. Uh-huh. But kind of going off the small conversation we had earlier where you said there's a website that can detect trends or um, like tell you them early. Oh, yeah. It's like, is, what is the hedge? What is... Who define like who is naming the price of art? You know, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like that aura. You um, know, it's funny what we were talking about earlier. I mean, Amadi is uh, we were talking about basically that there's you know there's companies out there that 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 have already set trends for years coming. You know, two three years in the future, mm-hmm. fashion trends, color trends. Uh, you know, different abstract ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big one right now is new media. I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that. New media. Like, so go, it's go like, a, it's like an installation basically. Okay. It's like AR, right? Okay. It's like just before AR when you have like big screens and like kind of like a, kind of like a, like a sci-fi look of things, right? Word. Like new media. I believe I've seen that at the MoMA. Mm-hmm. I went uh, recently you in have, New York yeah. and yeah. Uh, it was some, it was one piece that looked like a battleship kind of <laughs> thing. And all I was doing was like saying if I wanted to shoot missiles or not shoot missiles okay. or like, but that was the piece. It was an interactive piece. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was like, okay. Like I didn't know if I was playing a game or yeah. do I step back and look at the screen and it's watch cool. someone else interact? Cause that's some, well, I've seen art where you're like, 
on a treadmill or a bicycle and you're looking at a screen and that's the piece. Like uh-huh. it's like, yeah, it's cool. I think that's really cool. And and I think that that's where art's headed most definitely is for things to be more interactive. But you were talking about kind of like, you know, we're, it, it's a big thing. You know, the, the first, uh, um, I should say, augmented reality piece, mm-hmm. AR piece, you know, and then of course there's VR too, but was, was set a price on it the other day. Um, the first piece to kind of be sold at auction uh-huh. that isn't physical. You can only view it through a screen. Wow. Was was sold the other day. I forget. I think it was in Europe somewhere. Wow. But um pretty cool. You know, and that's what's funny is that is that we have all these physical things still, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like we're kind of about to leap off from there. No, right? it's impossible. As I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying, it's great to have a phone, a computer, and how we're recording this, right? Yeah. But I can't I've tried it. So last year I tried to go all digital. I was like, uh-huh. I my planner, yeah. digital on my. Oh yeah, you know. And then I switched up. I went right into. Uh, I had to get a paper. Yeah, I had to get a paper because I <laughs> I didn't like looking at the screen. No, and the me fact neither. that the computer can die or that screen can die in time is what makes it impossible. I feel because mm-hmm. history can only be on paper. If we go on, someone can grab that dusty book cover or leather binding. Yeah, and make something out of it. And uh, I agree. So, so that that's cool that they put a price on the art in the digital form. But I couldn't, like, I can't even read off a of Kindle <laughs> just off the fact that I like the physical feeling of a book. And yeah. I'm saying, like, when it gets heavy on that left side, I feel accomplishment. It's motivation. Mm-hmm. It shows your work. Like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of shortcuts. No, me neither. When it comes to like going to the gym, yeah, or taking one of those pills you see on facebook or something that's not <laughs> fda approved and they're like eat whatever you want just take this and you're good yeah it's like there's always a catch there's always a catch every time i've tried to take a shortcut in life it's never worked it, it seemed like it was working at first yeah but then it just deflates and that's kind know? of the thing is that there's no I structure f- i feel yeah structure is important it's funny you know and even in even in something like this like a podcast or a different type of medium you know we we're talking about art my work abstract art you know Mm -hmm. it still needs form Mm -hmm. you try to be as loose and and connected to kind of your inner self as you can and Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways there's a lot of things that don't have form inside of you you know but everything's connected everything's connected through symbols the history of symbols we were talking about that a little bit earlier and archetypes i don't know if you've ever heard of that no we uh go in a bit so archetypes like i'm thinking architecture yeah so it's interesting that's kind of where the word came from right so archetype archetypes it's a it's a very uh interesting subject and it has a lot to do with art and everything that you see around you and basically what it is is that there's um figures Mm -hmm. um ideas okay that shape the world around us right that's where the word kind of comes from like it, sh- it shapes perspective just, right it shapes it, perspective when you say ideas i don't know why it popped in my head <laughs> galileo popped right in my okay. head for some reason yeah like, yeah, yeah you know challenging yeah, 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 almost yeah religions for sure. and yeah and that's kind of what it is 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 that in in we're all connected obviously mm-hmm. um in the depths of our minds in our psyches and um basically our own personal Mm -hmm. experiences Mm -hmm. Um, there's archetypes that connect us all and what that is is like um you know one of them is 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 uh you know 
you, you, you see stock characters. Have you, ever, you know what stock characters yeah. are? So like in movies, right? Like yeah. the, the, the mad scientist, yes. right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the, uh, the, the jock. Yep. You know okay. what I mean? Like these, these characters that get repeated through, through cinema, right? Yeah. Well, it's also the same in our world, you know, off the screen, not a story, but actually within ourselves, mm -hmm. um, things and, and, and ideas that we can't get away from. Yeah. Um, we got to put them out your there mother, somewhere. mother earth. Mm -hmm. That's an archetype. Okay. Things like this, things that date back prehistory mm -hmm. that we can't get away from. Yeah. That's formation. That's form. That's yeah. structure that we can't get away from. Like circles. Uh huh. I, I don't know. There's a, there was a time in my life where, and it's still, I don't know why I say a time as if, what well, time's relevant? It's still now. <laughs> I feel like everything is going in a circle. Yeah. And when you think about it and you, and you bring it down, it goes, it goes into everything. Like, uh, the, the year yeah. we're in repeat from holiday to holiday. Yeah. It now feels like when you're younger, that time doesn't seem like it's going by so fast. No. Everything feels new. <laughs> I but agree. as you get older, you're going through repetition and you're like, wow, I'm already back at this point again. Yeah. It's already February again. I was thinking about that earlier today, actually. It's like, you're looking for the next checkpoint. Mm -hmm. We're in February. So we're going to go into spring Easter. Then we're going to go, all right, now after Easter, oh, July 4th or something. <laughs> oh, we already hit July 4th. This year's almost over. Yeah. Oh, now we're going like, you know, and then we repeat. Oh, oh Christmas is coming again. Oh, tax season again. Like, yeah. And we live this and I, I, I won't, I want to break away from that cycle and feel free, but it's, you know, that's what makes the world keep going around. Yeah. Right. And it's interesting. Any, anytime I get distracted mm -hmm. or, um, I can't, I can't really focus on my work or, um, things in the outside world are, are keeping me from being in touch with my inner self and being able to really work on what I want to work on, mm -hmm. um, instead of copying other things. Word. Um, I, I, I realize that, I just look at a calendar and there's always something big on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to psych yourself out, right? To find, to find your groove, I feel. Cause like, yeah, you know, what you say is there's a fine line between a, a admiration and going like, you know, this, like the cause inspired me uh -huh. or, or doing what he's doing and going, you know, it's inspired me, but he, but then when he looks at your piece, he's like, that's me. Mm -hmm. that's, oh yeah. That's we were not, talking about that a little know? bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and I've seen that even in the music industry, like, oh, this person, but you go, oh, you sound like future or you sound exactly like Travis. He's like, no, he inspires me. Like, oh, for example, when designer came out. Yeah. And like, of course, like designer sounded like future. And I'll put a little snippet here somewhere. But, you know, it's just like, I know, bro, I was in it. And you're like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not your own sound. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then that can be frustrating when you, when, especially when you believe it's your sound. So I, I guess what I want to ask is how do you, how do you separate yourself from your inspirations? Yeah, I think that that's a really great, great question, you know, because you can't get away from the past, right? Mm -hmm. It's not good to always focus on the past, you know, always be focused on the past, but but your inspiration is, is who you are mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And like we were just talking about with some of these deep internal things that humans will have forever, these archetypes, mm -hmm. uh, your inspirations are the same way. Right? Yeah. It's going to be embedded in you in forever. And, and, and when I'm working on my large pieces, I'll see a little notion mm -hmm. of something that inspired me no a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy, holy shit, you know, like, Where'd that come that's, from? that's what that is, you yeah. know? And it bleeds through and then... Sometimes people won't notice it, mm -hmm. but sometimes people will. Yeah. 
And I feel like in music, um, since it moves so quick, yeah, um, especially now, you know, of course, yeah. um, it's easier to kind of pinpoint people's styles. Yeah. Um, not like that's a good thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of unfortunate because they're still an artist, you know. Yeah. But um, there's it's so quickly translated to somebody else, right? Yeah. Where like I was looking at. Uh, a little part of my painting today mm -hmm. and I'm like, damn, that, that, that reminds me of de Kooning, who's a great abstract artist from the fifties. Yeah. And, and, but you know, he hasn't made a paint. He's been dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like a lot of people can't relate to that quickly. Yeah, and when you say quickly, we live in this digital age and internet age where we digesting so quickly. Um, has, I mean, I feel like that's affected. How long have you been doing art? So you started oh, forever. So, so you were doing it in the nineties, you know, as like, you know, when I was a 12. child, yeah, I was born, I was born in 96. So, so I mean, I, so I used to, I used to start, I used to start, you know, working on things even when I was a little guy. Yeah. 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 And so my whole thing is how everybody wants things so fast and pieces take time. Mm -hmm. You can, you can rush out pieces like let me try to get off 50 mm -hmm. pieces in a year but then it kind of takes away maybe from what you wanted what more depth you wanted to put in and that's it. interesting that you brought that up 50 because i had a goal in 2020 to do 50 pieces 50, this, okay. this year 50 pieces but um which is one a week yeah and uh or about that you know and and i tried to start doing that when yeah. the year started and um it's close to that yeah but um on a on a piece that's you know six seven feet wide, yeah, um, you could work on the details for the rest of your life. Wow, well, yeah, you know, so yeah. so uh, and create create different things that that'll be you know that are so deep down within you that 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 you could you could work on little details mm -hmm. for for the rest of time. I want to ask, um, do you know the name of the artist that did the gaze ball? I can't think of it off the top of my head. <clears throat> I can't remember. Okay, well, we'll say the gaze ball artist. All right, so his, uh, when I was watching The Price, the documentary, one thing was he has artists painting for him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and, and, and uh, my girlfriend thought it was interesting, you know, shout out Nas. Uh, <laughs> she thought it was interesting that she was like, it's, how is it his piece if they're painting it? But his whole thing was, there's a whole system of formula. Like, I have a number for everything. Like it has to be number 37 oh, yeah. in color. Of course. It has to be this stroke. So then in turn- Cause is, does that too. It is his art, yeah. right? Cause you're doing- He's a mastermind. Yeah. And, and Dali, you know Dali, of course. Yeah, Salvador Dali. He, he, he did the same thing. At a certain point when you're putting out that much work, right? Yeah. You want, you want to put out as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And if you have that availability and you have a hundred studio assistants or something like that, yeah. then yeah, you can, you can push out that much work. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Just like we were talking about. Yeah. The, the notifications never stop. No, they don't, they don't. <laughs> man. But yeah, that was interesting. I was like, well, I mean, it is his piece. It's also, it's almost similar. Like the jobs you're working today, someone had to teach you to be a dishwasher and how to do that of so course. that they can move somewhere else. But yeah. it, it keeps the business going. You're in a restaurant, and it's, you know. You're still that restaurant. You're not <laughs> you, you know. Not, you, can't, you can't have a one-man restaurant, you mm -hmm. know. Even if you'd want to express yourself that well. Yeah. Somebody always has to wash the dishes. Yeah, that's true. Or clean or clean the paintbrushes, right? Next. Yeah, and, and you know, I have art. Like when I was a dishwasher, it was tough. But my whole... My whole way of going through life has given myself names that empowered me to get through it. Yeah, of course. So when I was at P.F. Chang's, I called myself P.F. Chang's legendary dishwasher. Because <laughs> the Next. dishes never stopped. It was never like a time where it'd be like, oh, there's none. 
Yeah. And and I couldn't be complaining because I knew what I signed up for. And of I, course. And Next. I feel a lot of people today don't know what they're signing up for or or they do, but then they think it's going to change. Or you start dating someone, you feel like you're going to change them. Yeah. And Next. not accept who they are. You know what I mean? Uh, and and uh, I always try to encourage people that seem like they have nothing to find them because they always feel like art is just a microphone pen poetry mm-hmm. paint mm-hmm. colors but there's art in everything as we're coming to find out as the days go on especially when you see interesting things like someone sets a table a certain way <laughs> puts a magazine to Details. a certain tilt and then take a picture of it and they're like bam and, and it goes for five million yeah and then you think some people think themselves i could have done that but it's like but you didn't do it and you didn't, and then you don't, what was the idea behind it? It wasn't like you just tilted the magazine and said, I mean, it was more to it. That's something. There's always depth to yeah, everything, depth. you know, yeah. everything. And you can even see that in, you know, it doesn't just have to be um, abstract art, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, fine details, fine dining, fine art, fine architecture, you know what I mean? High fashion, yeah. couture, right? Yeah. It doesn't always have to be that. You can see it in everything in in companies in Zoops. the in the in in the flowers that you walk by growing out of the ground there's details everywhere mm-hmm. you just have to take the time and if you do you'll become entranced with how beautiful everything is mm-hmm. and if you can do that with your work in every interaction you have you might have a better life yeah <laughs> you know so uh one thing that comes to mind um I was looking at your pieces and I see it on your website. Uh, you had quite a bit sold at least for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, the work that's up there right now is just 2020. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, so what, what came to mind was what I wonder some artists say, um, in, inquire for pricing. Right. They don't even put it to so yeah. Like in my head, I'm like, it's either that piece is, they don't want to put that number on paper because <laughs> it scares people away. Right. Or, or maybe, it's worth the relationship and then they choose the price. Of course. Based yeah. Off relationship. Yeah. You, know? you know, if you, if you decide that each person has their own price, yeah, um, which is cool. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, well maybe somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of money mm-hmm. wants to start collecting art mm-hmm. and uh, they really are inspired by your work. And at that time you can give the piece to them for a lower price. Then why not get your work with somebody who it connects with? And if you can afford that, yeah. or if, if, if it, if it mean if the connection means more than the price, yeah, right. So, so when I when you do pricing for your art, I mean, is there an art to the price you give me? Like, do you <laughs> there go, is. Like, is there some numbers you like? Because I've noticed, like, when I was going through the gallery, uh, and I'll go a little bit into that event. I went to the Fields Seattle uh, last week, which had different artists. Some I can shout out is Tori Baby, who I believe was one of the curators or yeah. the leads of it, and then as well as uh, Le Gatsby. Uh, those are some of my favorites there. Uh, and then there was a guy named a, but, uh, I saw prices and I was thinking maybe I was favorite number. Like maybe like some people just going two fifty cause mm-hmm. that, that number resonates with me when, yeah. or, you know, so is there a number that you like when you're looking at pieces or do you just kind of, it's interesting, you know, the way this, that, mm-hmm. the way that some visuals line up, you yeah. know, like the number nine or something like that with the way that the piece is structured or something like yeah. that. It might resonate with, with you when you're pricing something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to pricing with me, um, usually it is, it is going to be specific to the person that I'm selling it to okay. or the gallery that it's going to. Uh-huh. Um, in a lot of cases, 
I really like to see what other people mm-hmm. are interested in paying. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of artists these days, you know, there's tiers, right? Yeah. So it's like, um, if you're a $500 artist, if you're a $2,000 artist, mm-hmm. if you're a $10,000 artist, mm-hmm. and then from there, it's almost exponential, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, you know, those lower hundreds, those mid thousands. And then from there, it jumps into the, you know, the millions. You don't see a lot of art price for a hundred grand. Yeah. You see a lot of art price for 5,000 and 5 million. How how does one jump to tears? Is that hard to... It has to do with how you feel, you know what I mean? Like about your own work. Some Mm -hmm. people, they come right out the get and they're already putting their their work up for sale for 10 grand, right? Or something like that. And I think it really just has to do with perception. Yeah, cool. Because I'm like... Is the idea to get your art in the right hands and that brings up the value. If this man buys it, yes, sir. Then now you're <laughs> now you're in that tier. Like you've like you've caught that person's eye who's a known collector. Collectors control the universe mm-hmm. of art one hundred percent. So it's like and this man has this piece. The the I've seen like what what was it? The greatest collecting piece of all time is like some bunny. Yeah, the bunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The story. It almost looks like cause. Like yeah, it it does almost look like cause. You know, it's like a silver bunny. We actually have one like that uh, from that artist. I think he's a, a German artist in at the Sam in Seattle here. Okay. Yeah, there's a big one, a centerpiece. Um, and you know, people are really getting into these figures, mm-hmm. um, uh, which are representational of ideas, right? Yeah. So, um, um, one of the it comes from Japan. Really. Okay. It comes from Asia. It's uh, it's basically their characters were created through. We're kind of segueing here, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to the pricing in a sec. I just wanted to yeah. kind of talk about this because it's it's really fundamental in what's going on in the art world right now. Yes, sir. Um, cause is a huge piece of it. Oh yeah. There's this company called Medicom, and they basically. Um, started making figurines Mm -hmm. of uh, characters. It's like an action figure. It's like a high art action figure. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you see guys uh, collecting these, right? Yeah, for sure. And it's a big part of what's going on right now. And it's cool. Me and some guys are working on a figurine right now, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to start making some some cool things, characters that are incorporated in my work and uh, that we want to push out into the world and have people start collecting. And what it is, is it's creating a universe, right? Okay. Kind of like how you see these, uh, a DC universe, right, Marvel exactly, universe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like comic book, right? It's yeah. character. Um, and they're represent comic book characters like archetypes or represent cartoon in general Yeah, is a personification mm-hmm. of, um, attributes that us humans have that we put into, um, a character and make them walk around in a, in a created story or yeah. universe. And it, and it represents how we feel here on earth in an abstract way. And yeah. Cause you can like relate to like the darkness of Batman or, exactly. or, you know, um, so before we get back into the pricing, when you, you said centerpiece yeah. and what, and what stood out to me was when we're looking at the cosmic, we're looking at that piece that Travis bought. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and then you said side piece. What was that you call? Oh it? yeah. Those are, that was a, that was the companion. The companion. That's that was the, cool. So I, I, I want to know more about that. So there's like the centerpiece and you can get a companion that complements the, the main piece. <laughs> I think so. I think that in Ka's world, yeah. um, he, and he's the most, he's the most famous artist right now, honestly, most recognizable. Uh-huh. Um, and it's cool, man. And he's, and he's putting work out that isn't too expensive. He's getting people to collect and he, that he, don't have a lot of he's money. He's talking to the youth for sure. Yeah. Cause definitely. his piece is like, you know, from 
it, it touches it's touching the hands that people are licking, like you know Kanye and yeah, other yeah. things that the youth is looking at because you're seeing cars and sneakers or in in book like in action figure form. And then really big pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones I see, I'm sure you've seen the ones over at the bait shop. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that like yeah. that pop up yeah. like, in my head. But it's like, wow, you're right. He's touching the youth. So it's like clout. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's cool, you know. And 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 I think for all artists, mm-hmm. and, and what I mean when I say that is visual or abstract artists, right? Like mm-hmm. painters um, or digital artists is we, I see a trend within that of staying away from the, the clout, right? Yeah. Right. Because it's like, you're, you're, you're in a world that's not contemporary culture or Mm -hmm. like pop culture. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of trying to make, um, you're almost trying to mock it in a way, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're trying to create a, uh, a representation of what you see around you. Right. And if, pop culture is as big as it is right now. It's huge. You know yeah. I mean? Everything is influenced. Um, it's, it's basically always, always trying to almost play a joke on the world, on the outside world. Yeah. And you, you ever heard of Banksy? No, no. Okay. I feel like I heard the name, but go on. Yeah. He would basically, you know, it's all just representational, yeah. the abstract art. So it's cool. When you say abstract art, like for example, my art or what I see is like, um, as I record, I like, the fact that people are listening to us and they can't see us. Yeah. A lot of people tell me I need to get on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I will get on YouTube, but I'll do it differently. Cause I don't want to just, I don't, I don't see the idea of me and you looking at a camera right now yeah, and then like talking that. to each other and then looking at the viewers. Cause some people tell me they just like to indulge podcasts through YouTube watching it. Right. I'd rather have a visual animation, Yeah, but I want you to just hear the voice and put yourself in the realm this is your herd, not like you see me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's that's where I could say like, well, it's nice. Yeah, that's what that's my my form art because I'm like we're listening and this is what it's about. I I just don't want to confide to like yeah all these Joe Rogan and all these other cats do <laughs> they do YouTube and we can get that viewership, but I'd rather be like all right that, but then maybe find a way that if it's not animation or something that's like you know it's different. Piece, it could even just be like a crazy ass visual that an yeah. artist created. Yeah, you know that's, I mean? like a, and that's like, just coming up now. When you say that, I was like, Dang, like new it. media, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like say say you walked into a room, right? Like mm-hmm. a like a um, a performance piece or something like that, right? Say yeah. you walked into a a room with with five walls. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, and it was just a white room, and you walk in and you hear a podcast like this, like yeah. you heard. But there's this huge, just abstract, amazing video going on, right? Mm-hmm. And different noises. And it would take you into a different realm rather than um, kind of just creating the same type of media over yeah. and over again. You know what when I mean? When you said the room and the sounds, it made me think, I remember in high school, I watched a piece where uh, people were going in into a room and there was people on the bottom of the room having sex and that and that was the art like just hearing yeah, the money yeah, and then people yeah. are just pondering in that room just hmm just hearing, well, not every not everybody them, has sex every day yeah you know? hearing them climax <laughs> or whatnot and I was like it's crazy how like you know those, those arts are the ones where it's someone that uh sits on a stage and they have you throw 
fruit art, performance art, performance art, and those are like it's interesting. Yeah, Um, and you know, a lot of people do both. You know what I mean? They do like we were talking about earlier: um, um, digital Mm. performance, uh, physical, large. Mm. Yeah, you know, writing. You know, and I do, I do a lot of stuff like that. Do a lot of different stuff. I used to, I used to paint. I used to paint in public. Okay, which is really cool, right? Do you you enjoy that? it takes away from the process, I think. Because you know like all I mean? the eyes are looking at you. and Well, it's like it's like theater rather yeah. than um, me being able to focus. Because you on... kind of have to keep their attention, right? You're, you're doing strokes <laughs> in a way that's like. It takes away from, um, yeah, it takes away the focus. Yeah. It's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's more of it's more of a um, and the street, look at me type thing. The street art, those pieces sold already? Uh, so the street art, yeah, I mean, I. I a lot of the work that I would do on walls and stuff like that, um, you know, graffiti yeah, um, is still to, on the East Coast. You swing by Venice at all? I've never been by there. No, no, no. Yeah, we should take a trip. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, What's that? Uh, Venice Beach. Oh, Venice Beach. I know you've probably been to Venice, Italy, huh? Yeah, I have been. Yeah, because that's why I said Venice. You were like, Italy? And I'm like, no, no, no not that far. <laughs> yeah, great but place. The reason I say um, they have a section on the beach right by the skate bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, uh, that they they clear like I don't know once an hour or whatever, but you right. can paint on the dumpster, or the trees. Oh word! And then there's this wall there, but yeah, it's a wall and trees that people just just all day going at it. That's so super cool. Th- that'd be a cool little vibe. Yeah, just to yeah. Get you I've never back. been to Southern California actually. Well, you have the whole Southern California vibe <laughs> here, surfing. So, uh, yeah, you're showing me your surfboard and skiing, right? Yeah. So, uh, I can't imagine. I mean, just being in the water. You've ever been in the tunnel? In, in the, in the <laughs> what water? a barrel! Like a barrel. Yeah, no, I'm not that great. Okay. I was just <laughs> I'm still, I'm still getting there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the ocean, the ocean is meditation for me. Yeah. It brings, it brings a lot of peace. You know, surfing's not easy though. No, you have the balance. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, have you had a lot of close calls like from the water you've been in, like from almost drowning at all? Anything yeah, like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy. The water, the water up here, you know, in Seattle, um, off the, off the islands and stuff like that, where there's a couple of reef breaks when, when you're in a, in a wetsuit and you first hop in mm. and what wetsuits do is they, they pull in the water to, to bring it close to you. Yeah. And so you do feel the shock of the cold still. It doesn't just completely take you away from yeah. the cold. Uh, you have to adapt to it first. And yeah, sometimes you start to, <laughs> you know, you start to kind of yeah. try to find your, your balance with your breathing and, uh, and it can scare the shit out of you sometimes. So, uh-huh. so yeah, there's been close calls and on the mountains too, with skiing for sure. Close, close to, uh, a lot of a lot of ledges, a lot of cliffs. Word, because uh, drops, right? Yeah. Because like, the thing with, I, I feel, I can imagine, because I, yeah, I have yet to go there. Yeah, um, you said you wanted to. Yeah, I want to. I've been in the, you know, Southern California. I've been dirt bike riding. Oh, yeah, that's and good. You can, and you can see, like, through the deserts, like, again, there's an illusion uh, that I imagine the snow. You can't see the depth of, like, if you're about to go over a, 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 oh, yeah. a little, like, you're, you're seeing so, next thing you know, you're in the air and it's a little drop. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're prepared for it, sure. So, I mean. Uh, if you have yourself physically ready, and yeah. you've been through a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And you've already tested yourself. Mm-hmm. You're a little bit less fearful of what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just like, I'm going to deal with it when it gets there. When it gets there. Yeah. Wow. And then. So I imagine it feels like you're flying on going down snow, right? Oh yeah, you would love it. So we gotta take you out to the mountains. You uh, you listen to music as you go down? Oh yeah, yeah. What's oh, your yeah. what's your taste? Uh, I like all different kinds of stuff. I like listening to, you know, it's funny. I like to listen to reggae when I'm in the snow. Yeah, and I like to listen to mountain music when I'm on the sand. You know, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> it reminds me of each place. Game and don't worry yeah. about oh, yeah. the ting on yeah. the way down. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I listen to a lot of reggae when I'm skiing. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I uh, for me like rollerblading. 
I just love like, you know, getting in my zone, you know, getting lifted. And then, um, uh, I just like, well, as soon as the music's on just cruising, and I, yeah. love, I love to, I love to actually, my, I love to bump music for the world. Like, like, yeah. like I don't like just to be in headphones. I like to yeah. get a big speaker oh, yeah. and let them know what my vibe I've is. I've gone down the mountains with a big speaker for sure. Yeah. Cause you it's, have cool the, it's like perfume, vibe. right? Or like, like cologne. It's like fall. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you like and, smell the dude when he walks out of the room. You're like, yeah, you smell good, man. Yeah, that's like, right. It's like the music trailing you. Cause you can pull people with you. Some people want to, they want to, they want to follow it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Cause it, it, um, I've noticed even the hot dog trucks out in Capil are starting to do it. Like yeah. the, the hot dog stands are bumping music. Yeah. And at the end of the night, it creates it, an environment. It keeps people there. It's like, oh, you're playing this. This yeah. is my vibe. So I'm done eating, but people are coming to this. I'm going to just. To be honest, bro, I think it kind of connects because I think what's going on now, and I do see it in Seattle and I saw it in Philly too, is, is you know, it's nicer to have these small spaces, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you got like 50 people or so, or like 20 people or so, and everybody's just having a good time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be confined to like, Oh, we all do the same thing. Oh, we're all a part of this clique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, it's new conversations, right? Yeah. And in a way to create a little environment, like little environments. Mm -hmm. Intimacy. Intimacy rather than, I don't know, you know, like everybody always wanting to be on the next trend, you know what I yeah. mean? In smaller groups, it it creates more, more passion. I love like, um, yeah, when you can have, when your intimacy grows to like uh, a larger one, you know, like uh, for um, no, for example, like I went to a selection show on Valentine's Day, yeah. and like selection is one of my greatest inspirations currently. Like Joe K is the the host, the DJ, and what I like about him is his smoothness and the way he keeps us connected uh, through the music. And like I said, world. And how many people were there? Uh, over, I want to say over two hundred, which is for, perfect, right? So, right. and that was. That was beautiful. Was it 200 tickets or 200 people went? Like over 200 people went. Like over. Was it sold out? Uh, like it, pretty more much. More people could have gone. Yeah, right? more people could have yeah. gone. There was still room for more people. So 200 people in Seattle yeah. wanted to go to this. Exactly. That's perfect. And then and then the way, what made it beautiful was at the end, he did like the encore. Yeah. Right? And when I when I happened to look up again, because I, I was just so in the zone of like focusing on him. Yeah. That I wasn't looking out for a while. When I looked up and we're in encore moment, he probably went a good 30 minutes. Yeah. It was only 30 people there, but the venue is dark. You don't see anyone in the background. It's like, you see only the people that were in that, like that little hive. Yeah. And it's like, all right, so now I went from the 200 plus to 35 people. So here. you almost transcended in a way. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was amazing. Just to, and he, and he really broke down like, you know, um, his humbleness for us being there. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't sleep. I don't eat. All I do is this music. <laughs> you know, this music's like my life. And know? that's when... You get to create moments like that. Yeah. Is when you make what you love your life and there's a little trail of people following you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the whole world, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be the biggest trend in the world. Mm -hmm. It just has to be something that people enjoy and yeah. you're obsessed with. Exactly. He's obsessed with it, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know the guy, right? Yeah. But like the way I am, I'm literally obsessed with abstract art and it's just one it's just one person like you said yeah i, I dabble around and uh do stand up here and there like uh, oh that's cool yeah, i can see that comedy underground sometimes yeah. or i'd uh, go see that that's or, dope or the college yeah, yeah i'll let you know i'll keep yeah. you up to date on that and like what makes my comedy so like special i feel like is it, it, it relates to certain uh it could be a whole room and maybe like 
half the room can be confused. Yeah. And then like five <laughs> people will be dying. I get it. And it, and I know for those five people, you know, cause sometimes I, I don't, uh, my it'll, thing get, is, it'll get bigger. Then it'll too, get, you know? exactly. It'll be like that. And, and it'll be the five people <laughs> in all those rooms. Right? In those, yeah. You know? That finally all yeah, come in yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll be like, uh, like, that's what I do it for too. So it's like the big, the big reaction is I didn't hear like the whole room go, ah, you know, right. but then I'm walking in QFC and now one out of five person comes to me and goes, yo, this <laughs> shit was fucking wild. So yeah. let that like, boy oh, I guess I'll be back. It was just live. one person, but yeah. it made me feel of course. good. I didn't need the whole room. And, uh, and then someone else, I had once someone write me a letter about why they liked my comedy. Yeah. And, uh, and I read that letter over sometimes because it was like, yo, my friend didn't get it at all next to me. And you know, I think they didn't get it because they were confused, but me, I like when I get lost or confused when you yeah. say something, like I enjoy that experience yeah. of like, where are you going? Yeah. What's going on? Where are you on? going? And then you left on the edge, there. right? <laughs> yeah, on the edge of on the edge of everything, right? Yeah, and 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 I think that there is going to be more and more content mm -hmm. moving forward. Yeah, that's more on the edge, yeah. right? And I'm not talking about you know scaring the shit out of people or you know like i'm not even really into horror movies anymore these days you know what yeah. i mean it's just like okay man like we've seen this you know what i mean yeah. i want an experience you know what yeah. I mean? yeah i want i want to go i want to go and be on the edge literally i don't want to be passively viewing things anymore no you know I what i mean i don't want to just and that's what like what you were talking about with the youtube right mm -hmm. like youtube's great but it's like, if we had a camera here right now, yeah. it would change the whole dynamic. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be as honest with each other, yeah. right? We'd be like, yo, like, oh, like how, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, it it changes that, everything. Yeah. I used yeah. to act and I got out of it for that reason. Yeah, It's like, fuck this, man. Yeah. I'm just thinking of how everybody's looking at me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't do that when I'm making art. Yeah, You know what I mean? And, I, and then I went to behind the camera and that changed it a little bit too, but it's still different. Yeah, The visual creates more trend, I think. It, we need more stories, cause uh, more stories that get out. Cause I'm tired of these remakes. Mm -hmm. You know, we're watching Lion King again, live action, Aladdin again, <laughs> I live didn't action. See it. The cat looked cute. But. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool, but it's the exact movie. And like you said, it's the exact same trend. Like a scary movie. You move in the neighborhood. The guy next door is a creeper. He's trying to kill you in your own house. We've seen that thing. We've seen the guy try to kill his twin self. That it just it doesn't resonate. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like so we grew up. We grew up through, um, so I'm 23. Yeah. You're 20. 27. 27, so. right. So, so, so we grew up through this obvious, we all have a connection for that, right? We grew up yeah. through this, through this moment of time, right? Mm -hmm. The last, the last quarter of a decade or so that has just been so exponential in terms of content, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things that we can view, right? Yeah, so fast. And it, and it, and it in some ways it's created so much diversity yeah. within our minds mm -hmm. it's like what if we that's why i like going to the mountains that's why i like going to the ocean right is yeah. is once i connect with nature again i realize how much i'm taking in on a daily basis back here in society <laughs> yeah and you realize it's exhausting oh, holy shit man you know like when i'm 80 years old i'm gonna have lived a whole life that's for damn sure you know what i mean yeah. all of these things that i'm constantly taking in mm -hmm. and it's great, but I also think that it takes away from a lot of the honesty that a lot of us are kind of searching for. Searching for, yeah, right. Honesty is powerful. Uh, I've just come into terms personally in my life with honesty as a, you know, and within within the last few months, 
uh, I split with my girlfriend of five years. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until the split that I finally found honesty, the, the little things that you're afraid to tell someone because you think you're protecting them. Right. And then finally releasing it all yeah. and letting them know as dirty as it gets, but then feeling clean after. Well, yeah. That's so hard to do. I mean, like, and, uh, and I want to tell that to all those out there that are maybe struggling in their relationships or trying to find it. Like, you got to tell them, mm-hmm. you know, whether, you know, you exactly your dirt, you're texting someone, you know, and maybe like, no, I ain't, I ain't doing it. And you mm-hmm. delete the message, but you're living with it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it slowly affects you, even though you're like, I'm, I haven't hit it, but it's a, it's in your tone. It's in your, in your motion. Cause you're like, yeah, I'm good. It's like, you're laying in bed, just waiting for them to go, Hey, have you ever done something to me? And your heart rate goes up, but you go, no. It's like they can feel it or your voice is stuttery. So it's like once we have you, a lot of things to hide behind these days. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's starting to bleed through. It's bleed- I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. And and I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I think it's really good. You know, I I know I you have a couple books with you. Yeah. It was just thinking about what you were talking about, honesty and stuff like that. I'm reading this book called Crime and Punishment. Okay. It's a old book by a guy named Dostoevsky. Ooh. And uh he's one of the greatest writers of all time. Uh and it's basically about um, living a complete, a complete lie, right? Okay, yeah. Of, of a life, right? Yeah. And we were talking about structure a little bit before, yeah. and it's the truth, man. Yeah. If you lie, yeah, in everything you do, mm-hmm. and you live this fictitious life, yeah. First off, you're going to be miserable. You might get a lot of like quick quick like um uh, pleasure a little quick. pleasure you yeah. know because you can do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. right but at the end of the day you're gonna be a mess yeah and okay. nothing's gonna hold true in 100 years nothing that you do is gonna be remembered or yeah. 200 years or 300 years because you're just a piece of shit good night yeah <laughs> people <laughs> you know feel I mean? real uh yeah um and like and so you said the name of that book was what crime and punishment crime and punishment yeah it's a good one okay uh, i'd suggest it to anybody out there who who maybe is coming to terms with um you know putting some things together in terms of being honest in their life and 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 trying to let it reflect in their work or or their their attitude or just their relationships you know, being honest through generations and, and, and trying to connect everybody in their life is, yeah, check that book out. It's okay. Ter- it's totally cool. I love that. I love that recommendation. As you said, yeah, there are books laying here and I did want to tap on that. So great segue. Uh, because of a Woman is one of the books. Okay. So this was passed on by our girlfriend and through, as I read it, it's a poem book. So I love how it just changes in form. Each page can be a full paragraph or five words mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna read one page here yeah go for it, it goes uh, i want to take the collar into the nearest room and remove the buttons of the heart you say has a hard time expressing love astro girl i like honesty it turns me on then i'll never lie okay simple but in as place I, with what we were talking about it, yeah sure. it connects to what we're talking about and and um as i go i'm gonna read one more here yeah you thank me why because do you say thank you to your reflection for showing you your face exactly <laughs> it's like i'm still i'm on the edge as i keep reading because i don't know where i'm going and yeah. as, and each page there'll be little signatures that will say something like um the last cigarette or pain or bipolar love it's just little tags or uh argument it's cool, but it's argument physical part right two. yeah argument part two in reflection of home argument part one call for home so i'm like is these is this like book coming through 
real experiences because as I read it, I'm like thinking of my relationship, even though it's I don't get exactly where it's going. So I definitely well, recommend it's inspiring that. you to, to to relate back to your life. Yeah, and look at and the perspective is important. There's sometimes you're getting in an argument about someone or something and you can't you have to open past what meets the eye. And like I'm not even one to get into politics, but one guy was talking to me about talking about Trump and saying how right away it was like um a Mexican guy that I met through that helped me to help me with my moving. And he he told me, I hate the guy, he's racist, da da da. But my friend gave me a different perspective from a different point of view. And and I was totally open to I was totally open to uh, just hearing the conversation. Not saying I'm gonna agree to it at yeah. the end of it, but at least hearing it, not having my arms crossed going, but 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 yeah. Let me let me take it all in. Let me reflect on it and still come back with some heat. It's good. It's good to let people finish what they're saying as I interrupt you, Amadi. You know? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's it's good though because you know here we're having a conversation and we're 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 aware that ooh, the other person might have something to say. We've already agreed to have this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna let each other say what they have to say, and if you interrupt me. Um, that's okay, right? Yeah. Because it's a conversation and we're trying to kind of talk about what we're trying to talk about and there's a lot to say. Yeah. Um, but in those circumstances, I think where somebody walks up to you, it's like passing by and it's like, they just want to tell you exactly how they feel real quick. Yeah. And if it has to do with something as big as politics or, or you know, the president or, or something like that, it's like they're, they're just trying to tell you what they have to say, right? Yeah. And if you can give them that space, and listen to them, even if you don't agree with them, mm-hmm. um, it might help them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been, I've learned the importance of listening because that's always been a thing. It's always, we're always quick to say, or we're not, we're not listening. We're just waiting to say our part. Well, we're trying to, we're trying to compare ourselves yeah. to the person in front of us, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm listening to you, but I'm thinking of what I'm going to say, say next. next. But mm-hmm. I'm also taking in what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm how I view you, mm-hmm. how you view yourself, mm-hmm. your tone, yeah, your gesture, mm-hmm. what you've been through in the past, mm-hmm. what you're doing for the rest of the, you know what I mean? Yep. All of these things all add up to what I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> but if I let go of all that, yeah, I might actually realize there's somebody sitting in front of me. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and everybody knows that <laughs> it's not that crazy. It, it's one thing to know, and then it's one thing to experience, right? Yeah. And then to reflect on what you've known. Right. Where, like, as a, a famous line, you'll thank me when you're older. Yeah. Something that a parent would say, and then you get, you get 23 <laughs> or 24, you buy your first toilet tissue thing, and you're like, yo, mom, you said, I, I get yeah, you, it. You set me up the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, really I understand why you were that. not letting me, you know, go to these parties and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, you never let me do anything. Yeah. You don't get it till you're older. Uh, it's just crazy when it hits you. It really is. It's like, and then, and then when it does, what I what I've enjoyed about like becoming older each year is being able to pass that back. Yeah, that's like, because uh, like uh, the narrative I've been saying through this podcast, and if you check, you know, go through all the last few episodes, I just say, um, you gotta, you can't be. I'm tired of the narrative of. Oh my God, I'm getting old. When you're 24, come on, chill. No. 25, wow, we're so close to 30. And, and, you know, like we ain't getting any younger. So I like the beauty of getting older and being able to talk to someone that's 12 or 16 or 7. All the the guys I get along with, all all the gals that I meet, they're, 
in Seattle here since yeah. I've been here for the last, they're all older than me. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody, and there's great younger people out there too. Yeah. Obviously it's just, it's just the experience is beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, and, and realizing how much experience is around you mm -hmm. and that everything around you isn't just bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not just, it's not just a, uh, passing by, yeah, you know what easy. I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's real. Mm -hmm. And take your time. Smell the flowers. Look at the details. You're not being played. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's life. It's beautiful. Let it go. Like, and, 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 and put your mark, you know what I mean? And that's what I try to do is, is leave your mark. Mm -hmm. And if you're fucking honest and you're honest with, with, with the people of the past and, and of the future, and you're honest through your generations. That's what I said before. It means it means to it means to be. That's an archetype. It's yeah. honest through your generations. It actually comes from Noah's Ark. It's uh. it's uh, it's honest through your generations is is to be in line with with everybody in your life. Yeah. To be honest with everybody in your life, it'll start to create a ripple effect where those people are honest as well mm -hmm. with the people in their life. Yeah. And it's honest through the generations. Mm. And it's beautiful. And and I wanna as we're coming to a closing, I wanna I wanna leave the listeners with this. I wanna I wanna first of all pay tribute to Kobe. You know, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. and and what I wanna talk about in specifically and specific is his Mamba mentality. So I was doing a little bit of research on it, uh exactly like what the Mamba mentality is. And before I say kind of what I pulled up, uh, I'm curious. Uh, what's your relation with Kobe Bryant? Like, did, were you a heavy basketball player or have you just caught him through, you know? Oh, he, Kobe? Yeah. Yeah, I saw Kobe play one time, actually. Yeah. I saw, it was uh, Cavs. It was at Quicken Loans. Mm -hmm. So LeBron, LeBron and Kobe were on the court, which mm -hmm. was pretty cool. And, uh, and Kobe, yeah, man. I, I had a bunch of buddies. He, he was their favorite player. And uh, watching back, you know, he was a beast. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast, and I think that I think that he had a lot of lies in his life, mm -hmm. you know, and we all do. And I think that Kobe was starting to come around to fix all that. Yeah, it seemed like he was living a good life. It mm -hmm. seemed like he was trying to help future generations with his God-given talent mm -hmm. to play ball. Mm -hmm. He's a Philly guy, yes, like sir. me, like yeah, me. Yeah, Philly. yeah, yeah. He's a Philly guy. So I've played on some of those hoops. And uh, he definitely bleeds through for sure. Yeah. And I think that he was doing really well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he had problems. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Right. And uh, he was just put on a platform. Magnifying glass. And because uh, he was so talented. Mm -hmm. And I think that looking back, actually, I haven't really been able to actually formulate a whole idea on it yet yeah until right now actually i think i think he was doing really well maybe it was his time to go and um show people how hard he was working yeah you know it's it's a tragedy but um how much more do you want from me more how much more successful do you want me to be more successful how many records can my records break more records but but i'm the best but are you a different animal and the same beast? What the f does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome. What the f is he talking about? He seemed like a good guy. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I want to kind of come off here. So 
the Mamba mentality. Uh, I'm going to give you some my kind of references to it. If you see me in a fight with the bear, pray for the bear. Okay. I've always loved that quote. That's Mamba mentality. We don't quit. We don't cower. We don't run. We endure and conquer. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Find the silver lining and get to work with the same belief, same drive, and same conviction as ever. Mamba out, right? Uh, if you play Kobe one-on-one, make sure your scoreboard has the capability to read three-digit numbers. <laughs> if Kobe was being sought for tax evasion, pray for the IRS. So if you see Kobe flying a plane through a thunderstorm, pray for Mother Nature. All of these references are going against things that seem impossible to win. But yet he says, push forth so strong with the hammer versus Goliath or something that's mm-hmm. like that you're not worried about something that's like, well, that's imp- a, th- a thunderstorm. Like, yeah, of course yeah. you couldn't win. Like, yeah, you don't want to get caught up on that stuff. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's really what I want to push this year, but for life, you know, uh, I was saying like Kobe was, is talented, was talented, but it was when talent met work ethic, yeah. you know, cause there's people that are like, for example, Iverson, you know, the Philly, you know, repping, but mm. very talented, but he didn't go to practice like Kobe did. Right. And, you know, and that shows. And that shows. It's like you got to the playoffs, but that extra, you know, it's that extra work ethic. Again. You don't want to get lucky. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the foundation is just important in everything. Uh, it, it, everything will always go back to the roots. Like a tree can't stand strong without its strong roots going deeper and deeper into the earth, you know, as well as like a building. You can build a building really quickly with you know, cheap material, but mm-hmm. one earthquake and it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't spend the extra. Some people do um, redesigning in their house. Yeah. And, and you know, when it comes to the drywall and the insulin, you can pay for that more expensive one, that that dampened sound and the weather, or you can get the one that's less expensive, but you're going to hear everything upstairs mm-hmm. and you want to rent your house out. So it's just like, like, is it worth that much extra per square feet? And then, I mean, only time will tell, right? Yeah. And that's the thing is that anything that's honest and anything that was time, right? Mm-hmm. Time and time again. It'll it'll show through time and time. Uh, they say to be a professional, anything you have to put ten thousand hours. Into oh yeah, it, right. Yeah, and, yeah. You uh, gotta you gotta put that time in. Yeah, and and I think like all the people that put time to get into the NBA, that's an impressive feat for like from people coming overseas to all the college players. And then once they get there, it's like some people have the mentality, "Hey, I made it. I'm in the NBA," mm-hmm. and they're on the bench all the time. We don't know their names, but they're they're on the NBA. They're in there. They got a jersey. And then there's others that get there and their work ethics keep shining. Like they've been playing basketball their whole life, but they're like, I want to keep getting greater and greater and destroy the game. Where others like, I've made it here. Like I might, I'm going to go to practice every day, but I'll be there right on time. Where others like, I'm practicing an hour before practice. Mm-hmm. And that was the type of thing the mama mentality was on. And, and that's the kind of inspiration that I'm like trying to push forth for myself where it's like, I know I'm already working hard. Or I'm showing up every day, but how can I show out more? you know, and, and fight that like droggy feeling in the morning, but still be up at that time. Or, oh yeah. You know, cause it's a battle, an eternal battle with yourself, but as you overcome it, it becomes easier. You know, if you do 20, oh, it does. Yeah. And, 25 and pushups a day, for sure. Four times a day by the, the, the six month, you, you can, you can do infinite repetitions at 25 where before it's like, I always had to put my knee down at 15 pushups, 
put it down and then I'll do the next 10, but I got through 25. And now I'm at the point where I do 25 straight. Cause once my body's done it two or three times, I'm like, it's just my mind now. Yeah. It's your mind. My, I'm tired, but I've, I've already pushed 25 straight without stopping in four sets. So let me just not tell, let me not quit. Like, let me just keep pushing. I don't want to put my knee down today, but if the day comes that it has to go down, Hey, we have those days, but just completing it, you know? And, and that's what I, I really, yeah, you want to finish everything you start for sure. You want to finish. Yeah. I want to, yeah, we want to put the, I just want to push that on people like we got to finish and um, and don't and don't beat yourself up if your passion that you have yet to find isn't something as tangible right now as stroking a paintbrush or grabbing a microphone. That's for uh, sure. Because a lot of people, I don't know if you experience this, will tell you you're lucky that you have a passion that's tangible. Yeah. They go, damn, you're lucky. <laughs> like, I don't have anything that I'm good at or I don't know what to believe. Right I hear here. that a lot. You're lucky. Like, you can just put it all on this wall or all on that. And it's like, you have something... I mean, it may not be this or that, but, you know, you just got to keep searching, like take the time to just meditate or like think because you're good at something. Or fail. Yeah. That's fail. what I say to people is fail. Is, That's is, perfect. Is, is, is try something and then keep and fail. Mm-hmm. And you'll know when you fail, if you like it or not, because if you do it again, that means you probably like it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Right there. <laughs> I want to leave on that one. Fail, 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 fail. Cause the hardest thing for people is to hear no. Mm-hmm. you know and 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 that's how and that's how they lose their honesty you know I, i'm gonna come back again with the lie because <laughs> i don't want to get told no you know right and, and that's the worst that can happen no and uh i'm gonna even pull from kevin hart that guy went down the philly what <laughs> no right <laughs> all these philly references i'm not even trying i swear hey, we're out here in seattle but uh he uh when I was watching one of his stand-up documentaries when he went through uh he went through the Godfather comedy through New York, which was like if you get through this man and you need to have meetings in advance to get to him, but he somehow got that after works a, hard, man. after a successful show, goes to the GOAT, the guy that tells you you make it or not, and the man told him, Find something different. Uh-huh. Do something different. This isn't for you. And, and I've been told that a lot. And that's the guy, and that's the one you look up to or something. It's like, you know, uh, and that's the one that you know, let, like open the gates for people like maybe Eddie Murphy, or other people that you're like, hope. Oh. And then, you know, he said that had him defeated for a while, but it was his own buddy. That was like, don't let that man stop what you're doing, even right. though you've looked up to him, you know, your whole life. And, and that's it. Don't let anyone stop your gates, but here I know and kept going where other people can hear no and go, well, if the goat told me that, I guess like, let me let this man control, you know? I think one thing that people forget. Yeah. And I know we're getting close on time here, Yeah, but, uh, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Anytime. You know, Obviously. and that's not just some clickbait. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not just some, you can literally go out there right now. I can't, I can't. You can go out there right now and do whatever you want. Yeah. Just try to be, try to be honest while you're doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't, yes, don't go, don't go wrecking other people's lives just because you're miserable. Mm-hmm. Find something that you love. And if it's weird, dude, people people think abstract art is super weird. You yeah. know what I mean? I imagine the people that I have shown my work and and they're like, dude, what the fuck is that, man? You <laughs> no. know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it doesn't look it doesn't look that simple, but it's not meant to be simple. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, but to me, it's beautiful. Exactly. You know what I mean? And 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 you can make beauty out of your life. It's already beautiful. You just gotta. You just gotta find that beauty. You gotta find it, and and that's and that's why I love going to the Goodwill or thrift store. <laughs> yeah, I rather find a one of one shirt or something from the nineties than uh than on average be at Zara or H and M or Zoomies finding or, something that someone's gonna be wearing with me. I rather find a piece and go, "Whoa, I found that!" Like, mm-hmm. and uh, 
And it takes work. You don't, it's not guaranteed. When you're going through these doors, like that's the thing. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. It's, nothing's guaranteed. And yeah. I think that that's the big thing, yeah. right? Is, yeah. is that you're going to put all of this work into something mm -hmm. to create something of yourself, right? Yeah. And it's not guaranteed. It's not. <laughs> but that's not what matters. Yeah. What matters is that you're doing what you love. Yeah. And if you do that and you're honest about it, yes, sir. it will come through. Soon. And on that note, you are now have been tuned into, you know, Mr. Let That Boy Live himself, uh, Jewel's Color. I'm going to have everything tagged. I'd love for you to check out the pieces and look to what's coming soon. We may have an event. I'm going to keep it a mystery for now. But yeah, 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 coming in right. March, uh, March 20th, mark your calendars uh, and stay tuned. Probably down in Pioneer Square. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something I really want you to indulge in it. Uh, we will have the books that we recommended tagged on the page. So please open a book. Uh, what I do, I don't know uh, what your technique is, but for now I do 30 minutes a day mm -hmm. and if I do 15 so I can, if I want to try different books, I, yeah. you know, oh, I'm reading a bunch of books, 15 here, 15 there. And then sometimes you get addicted to one and you might go the whole 30. <laughs> but uh, I really want to encourage that because we're in the art of the digital age and, you know, we really need this. So grab a pen, grab a pencil, uh, grab a book, have fun, grab a glass of wine. It's going to be a good time. Other than that, um, keep drinking lots of water, exfoliate. Uh, <laughs> get in the sauna. Get in the sauna. I love the sauna. Oh, yeah, I'm me too. 15, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, 15. Yeah. I go 45. 45? Yeah. Did you build your way and there? Then the, and, then the, and then the cold showers. Yeah, yeah I, I have to work <laughs> to cold showers. That one is hard for me. Yeah, man. It's tough. But like you said, it's mental. You got you to gotta get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to hit that last minute cold, like, Steam shower, yeah, yeah, yeah. cold on the way out, then two minutes cold, and then yeah, hit those saunas though. You'll feel great, guys. I love the sauna. <laughs> yeah, uh, heat it up, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And on that note, let that boy live. Yeah, Fanny.